Okay, sounds, sounds good, good to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so we came to his, he, he uh, you know, we signed up and put our email and everything, and then he, as if, as if he's not in the room, so, uh, <laughs> so, so that much wine, <laughs> that little bit of wine. First sip. So he, you know, he said he was going to have two kind of workshops on April first, the Saturday, and then the eighth, um, which was not going to be about how to use an account, you know, use your camera, but more about what this whole project is about and things like that. So that's when we came here and we met him for the first time. Yes. But. Um, we just happened to run into him today when we were here. Mm -hmm. But um, but the workshop was really good, gave us okay. a lot of insight and ideas and you know, we spent the following two weekends just scoping out the six towns yeah. so that we could looking eliminate for some good shots. Yeah. You know, looking for good shots, eliminating yeah. other areas that we probably wouldn't like we went to Riglesville and we didn't really find a whole lot there other than the fact that I wanted to take a picture of the bridge. Um, because my grandparents lived there, and in 1955, the Great Flood, they lost everything. And so I feel like I have a little history with, with the town, and my grandfather worked at the paper mill in Lambertville. So I've always wanted to, and my mother, my mother was born in the mansion, the big white house in New Hope, which is now a restaurant and a B&B, I think. So... I've been wanting to get to Wrigglesville over all these years to kind of see if I could find some history about my grandparents and where, where exactly they lived mm. when the flood came and, and took everything. I think that was named after Regal, Regal Paper. There, okay. that, that was the name the of town. the paper mills up here. Was, was Regal. Oh, maybe oh, it was the paper oh. mill up here that he worked at, though. <clears throat> maybe it wasn't the one in Lambertville. Because um, the, there's a big mill that used to be in Milford. <clears throat> And that was owned by Regal Paper. Oh, I think you were talking about that. You were showing us after class, after that workshop. <coughs> yeah. We had, you had the big map up, and we were looking at all the <coughs> And then there's another paper mill up on the Musconetcong that was a, a, a Regal Paper mill. Okay. And another one in Hughesville on the Musconetcong. Okay. <coughs> so that, this, is like, this was like paper company co co country around country here for right a while. Mm -hmm. yeah. Bill, how long have you been in this area? <coughs> I, uh, I moved here... Uh, across the river in 84. Okay. And I grew up uh, in this county. This is Hunterton County. So I grew up, oh, you know, about, about 15, 20 miles uh, in that direction. As, as the crow flies. <laughs> that way. That way. Yeah, I'm, I'm very spatial. I, I was like, no. And then, um, then I got married and, and moved over here. Or I, got, I moved over here and I got married. <laughs> And so then I raised my kids here, like across the river in Pennsylvania. And then I, I always worked out of my house. I had like a full-time job. I did environmental consulting. Mm -hmm. And I always did photography. I've been doing photography since I was 10. <clears throat> and then I, I decided, I said, man, i got to get out of the house. So I, I rented a space here in Frenchtown. And then after that, you know, the crash came and stuff, and the, and the consulting job went away, and I was like, I lost my job! Yeah. yeah. Yes! <laughs> I lost my job! Now I can do what I want to do! Now what am I going to do? So that, and then, so I was over there for a little while, and I was in a back area, and I, and I moved into this space um, about five or six years ago. So, you know, then I, I wasn't able to get this, and I ain't going anywhere. Mm. <laughs> yeah, this, this is a beautiful space. They're going to have to, you know, they're going to be like, Bill? Yeah. Bill? Bill, oh, okay. Put him in a box. <laughs> Put him back. Was this a dance studio, maybe? Uh, 
in the well this this building does have quite a history okay and um at one time this was a yoga studio okay um it was an artist studio it was a rug store wow and the building itself um is called the eddy building it's a little plaque over there <clears throat> so the eddies I apparently were like a really big family. They owned a lot of them. And this was a, a big hardware store. So this was like the place in the middle of this area to get your hardware. Okay. So okay. I think yeah. I think the Eddies did really was well. That <coughs> was that affiliated with the Upper, upper Black, black Eddies? Eddie. I think so. I was just going to ask the same Yeah, place. I think those were the Upper same Eddies. Black Eddies. I don't know what the Black stands for. Um, that could have been a, a combination of names. Married names, maybe? Or two names, yeah. Two names, Black mm. and Eddie put together? Blacks. The Blacks and the Eddies, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. And then another theory is that that's where the, the river eddies. But um, it doesn't really eddy. It just okay. gets yeah. wider. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I, I, don't, I'm not, I don't know that much. I do know that this was the original Frenchtown hardware store. Hardware store. Cool. Mm. Which yeah. is still in business. Wow. <laughs> it's just around the corner. Okay. Mm. Okay. It is great, though, these windows. Oh. Yeah. Be like a cool apartment. I know that, like, people go, You live here? Yeah, I, was like, no, yeah. I wish I could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I have a fantasy like, if I ever like had you know, multi million dollars, I would buy this place <clears throat> and I would build an apartment on the roof. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I'd have like a nice like balcony going around and I'd have my studio down here. Yeah. Nice. That would be really cool. Yeah. Well, that's what's cool about some of these buildings with the with the balconies on the side, <coughs> you know, with the, the ceiling fans and yeah, and yeah. yeah. It's like we we're saying, it's like uh, New Orleans. Yeah. Yes. Very similar. Yeah. Have you been walking around town? Is that yeah. what you've been seeing? Yeah. Aren't they great? Aren't yeah. those porches awesome? Yeah. Yeah, I love that's, that. I think that for me, that's where most of my pictures out, outside of town. Oh, I, just, spirit, I, I just I just wanted to get away from the downtown area. I mean, I got a few that I like from the downtown, but when we were out, we went um, around the corner by the National Hotel, mm -hmm. yep. and then we went behind the National. There's a few. There's the police station there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The so we were, we're walking around. Yeah, you know, we're walking around a neighborhood there. We seen some some nice houses there. It's just again the colors that that were throughout the whole town. I mean, just the flowers, the blooming, and then just the colors of the homes, and it's just like, oh, Christ. Isn't it cool? Yeah, it really is. It's like one, of, one of the things I like to do is I, I have a, <clears throat> I still have a black and white camera, and you know, that's my dark room, and I'm thinking, what, what can I take pictures of in black and white, just for fun? <laughs> and, and that's when I, I thought, oh, why don't I take pictures of the porches in Frenchtown? Okay. Okay. So that's what I do, I'll, I'll like, you know, you ever like not want to work? You know, you're many, many times. You know, like, yeah. every, like, day. Kind of, every, every day, every day, you're kind of every day, 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 every I, as a hobby, yeah, for okay. fun. Yeah, that's what I love to do. Because <clears throat> that's, you know, that's like anybody that, that really started. Um, did you, you guys ever work in a dark room? Did you ever work in a dark no, room? I worked with no. film, but not in a dark high, room. In high school, I think. Yeah. That's gotta now. be really cool. It that's is funny. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. I've been out of school almost 30 years. years ago. <laughs> did you ever work in a dark room? No. Yeah, no. Um, I, I built my first dark room when I was like 14. <clears throat> and um, 
it was very, very high tech. Um, <clears throat> Black plastic hanging from the ceiling and a garden hose came in. <laughs> that was my dark room. And my, because, you know, like my dad, you know, talked about one time doing it. I said, like, oh, I want to do it too. So he bought me this little kit. And, and it was just, that's all it was. It was like a little bench in the basement. And we had to make it dark. You know how hot it was in there? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and, and the garden hose came in. That's how I washed my prints. And, um, and it would dump into a bucket. <laughs> so I had to take the bucket. And then, then it got more advanced, you know, then I had like a little, uh, he made me a little uh, basin, you know, square basin mm -hmm. with a sump pump in it. So the water from the garden hose then would go into that and put plumbing in. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but more than once, um, you know, I'd be washing the prints because you have to wash your prints for about an hour, mm -hmm. right? So I go up and I watch TV, right? And I come back down in the basement there'd be an inch of water all over the place. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. More than once I had to like, uh, and fortunately the basement just had a little bit of a swale, so it collected in the, middle. in the middle. <laughs> but I, I know, I flooded the basement so many times. <laughs> that was, that's where mom kept the boxes of the clothes for off season. Yeah, no, they were smart enough. They didn't keep anything down there. There was a washing machine and a hot water heater. You know, you know dad's, little area where he had stuff, but that was fun. <clears throat> so then, like, then I discovered how to get free film and paper, and that's by working for the yearbook. So oh, I worked for the yearbook, so they yeah. gave you film, they gave you paper, mm -hmm. and they expect you to do it. So I was like, ah, free paper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then after that, uh, I went to college, and I became a yearbook editor. Free film, free paper. <laughs> free and I had my own dark room, you know, so I had my own staff, we could do anything we wanted to, it was so, so much fun. And then after that I worked for newspaper, free film, free paper. <laughs> you kind of got that damn fat. I do, I do. And now it's all digital, so it's free film. <laughs> Not free paper. And now people pay me to do it, which is even better. Yeah, which is even better. You know, earlier um, when we were talking, I asked you a bit about um, you know, people who are using their phones to, to capture images all the way up to professionals. With technology and it's constantly changing and changing rapidly, how have you, how have you seen the industry change since you started taking pictures at 10? Those cameras can take really good pictures. <clears throat> so that the technical aspect of, of the digital cameras, even, <clears throat> even the next generation of that, that's a, a Mark III. <clears throat> so they've come out since then with Mark IVs and Mark Vs, and, and the cameras just keep getting better and better and better. So the technical quality of the image, um, anybody can do it. Just put it on auto and the camera takes a perfect picture. So if somebody's got a good eye, um, and they know it's, it's all about composition, it's all about mm -hmm. framing, is that a camera can do all the lighting and all that kind of stuff perfectly in terms of exposure, but it can't see, you know? So the basic of photography is still the same, is that it's still a matter of, of you framing it, like, you know, within that little box. <clears throat> but it's made it a lot easier for people who can do that to, you know, to kind of go out there and, and take your pictures and, and sell them, mm -hmm. you know? And to, you know, I can do a wedding, you know, I have a good camera. There, there, when I, I used to do weddings and there was this, like, photographers always, there's always an Uncle Bob you know, that would take pictures. <laughs> or you would interview with a couple, right? And, and like, you know, okay, so uh, it'll be $2,000. And then, you know, you call them up or they, they say, you know, you know, actually my Uncle Bob's got a good camera. He's going to take our pictures. I said, you know, um, 
My wife's got a good stove. You want her to bake your cake? <laughs> <laughs> I never said that. Sorry, that would be too, too gnarly. But. So that's, that's my favorite line is cameras don't take pictures. People do. Mm -hmm. But the, the, you know, the advantage, all that technical advantage is really awesome. I mean, it really makes a big difference. I, I can do things now with my flashes that I could never do before. You know, and, and when I, because um, my, my, my flashes all now talk to each other, you know, through radios, yes. mm -hmm. right? So, so I can set up like three different flashes in three different places and, and right from my camera I can go uh, quarter power, half power, one eighth power. And if I don't like it, I can look at it right away. I can see what I'm getting. Mm -hmm. And I go, no, no, I don't like that. And I can adjust it. Um, I love that. Before you have to go out, you know, with your light meter mm -hmm. and like, oh, uh, F8. No, I want 5.6. Turn that down. And it takes you five minutes, you know, just to get one light right. So it's what it's done is it's opened it up to to everybody. Everybody can take a good picture, technically. Mm -hmm. Take a technically good mm -hmm. picture. But it's the eye. Yeah, it's can you take a picture that moves yeah. people? And you can. You know, everybody can take, we were talking about that yep. before. Yeah. Is if you're excited about your photo, I might even said it when we were talking, if you feel good about the photo that you're taking, when people see it, they're going to feel good, mm. right? Mm. That's that's the joy of it, you know. And and when I, I like this is one of my favorite photographers, W. Eugene Smith. Mm -hmm. Did you ever hear of him? Uh, I have not. Um, he was a life photographer. I don't know if you've ever seen some, some of his famous pictures. I read I read recently. The mind doesn't know what the eye can't see. And I thought, like what he was just saying, like. The camera has the technology to take a great picture, even if you've never used one before. Like you said, you can just pick it up. It's gonna, it's gonna make all the adjustments, the right lighting, and all that. But the person behind the lens has to have a good eye, in my opinion, to be able to to see a a great composition. So it's like, yeah, the camera itself can take a good picture, but it it may not. It's not going to go out there and say, okay, that's a better composition there than it is here or there. It's like the person behind the lens has to, has to be able to see that. And I call myself a realist because I don't do a lot of photoshopping. Mm. Sounds like shopping, shopping, photoshopping. Mm -hmm. um, because I try to, I, I want to project to other people what I think I saw. So I don't I don't do a lot of what's that thing called that one lady does all the time? They put filters on them? No. In the post processing Lynn. What does that shit she does? Oh that's just a, that's just a filter I know, uses. but what no, I thought she did it in Photoshop. But there's a name. Yes, but it's that. a filter. It's so a filter a in, in that. Everything looks squiggly. Okay. It's it's a type of post processing. I don't know what yeah, the name of it is. It's a filter. It's it's a filter, cool. but instead of having a very crisp, clear, sharp image, it's, it almost looks like a painting, but everything's like Squiggly. squinty. <laughs> I, I agree with you. It's like when you, when you people, when people t no, I'm not sure about what that okay. filter, oh, what that particular filter but, is. But I agree with you with the realism. It's just uh, like I, if there's some of the photo groups like with like meetup photo groups that right, I want, right. and we go to do um, like sunrise photos. Right. And then you see some of the photos that people take and like they post afterwards. I'm like, wait a minute. I was there. I was there. It was not that. It was not that orange. You. Yeah. you know, it's like right. it's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful what you did to it. Right. But we were at the same place. Right. You know, and it's wait a minute. You know, I'm I'm not putting it down. It's just 
there's different levels of Yeah, I'm what, just saying that yeah. for me, I, I I'm agree. a realist and yeah. I want my photos to to project what I right. what my eye saw, or at right. least what my mind thinks my eye saw. Not something totally different. So in the same context, sort of, if you consider fashion photography, you, we spoke about fashion a little bit before, not everyone looks the way that they present in magazines. I mean, right. it's all oh, edited, it's all right. Yeah, right. blemishes right. removed, right. yeah. Photoshop yeah. and everything of those nature, of, of that nature. So it's almost accepted in fashion that, hey, if you're doing any fashion work, it's going to get edited, edited. Oh, so yeah. that you right. look a certain way. Right. And it's accepted. Yeah. Yes. Right. Do you think that just photography in general is getting to the point where people won't look at it as a realist like you do? They'll just almost anticipate, oh yeah, that was Photoshop, that was edited. edited, it was some sort of oh, yeah, a filtering a of, process. Yeah, a lot of times you can tell exactly when you see it that it's been touched. But I think the difference is with fashion, they're trying, they're, the people behind that, they're trying to sell. Yeah. Their, their objective is selling. My objective is just to make other people notice the world or nature or whatever it is that right. I happen to yeah. be photographing at the moment. I'm not trying to sell anything, make any, you know. But then there's other people that are doing a post-processing and they're just trying to create something to sell because somebody sees something, oh, that's really thing. cool. That's, yeah. that's really cool. Right. It's like, that's, that's yeah. a neat piece of art. Right. You know, right. but. Well, or people we, that, I'm sorry, go ahead. We like to capture it as nice as we saw it. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, you snap a picture of it, it's just, nah, it's not quite there. So you, you, you tweak know, it, yeah, you tweak tweak it, it up yeah, a little bit. Then, okay, that's what it looked like. Right. So now that's you can show everybody you know, that's what the, it looked like. The filter, but right. other people sliders, look, you know, yeah. whatever just, they are, yeah. different things. Yeah, a little bit here, a little bit there. That's, but yeah, not I, to that's, turn it into something like you said, a sunrise or sunset, and, and they've made it the sky purple, and you're like, no, it really yeah. wasn't purple. Yeah, but yeah. then yeah. some people like like to be creative then. So after that point where you captured exactly what you saw, as good as what you saw, then people are like, you know, well, I like to be an artist. I like, to, you know, I like yeah. to, and they, they get very creative. So it, there's two sides there. Yeah. You can do it yeah. two different ways. Yeah. I mean, we belong to a club, I was telling Kevin, and <clears throat> we belong to a camera club. And, you know, it's a, it's a social group. It's non-professionals. It's, you know, hobbyists, whatever, amateurs. And we have monthly competitions within within house within our club, and each month the theme or or subject matter is already predetermined, like a few months to a year in advance. So we know every month, like of this year, what our um, what the subject subject is. So like this month, it's it's uh, fire or smoke. Fire and smoke. Yeah. Um, a few months ago, the one where I did the dominoes. I forget what the, was it games? Uh, games people play or something like that? So what I did is shapes, I, wasn't it? huh? It was shapes? No, I think it was, no, okay. game, anyway, whatever. Yeah, but anyway, so I took, I took a bunch of dominoes and I lined them up on my table. Oh, that one, okay. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. put a piece of black um, poster board behind it, whatever. Had, had the lighting, had the camera set up on the tripod, and we tried maybe five or six times. Yeah. Tapping Tap the one in the one so they would all and get a picture of it as it's falling and down. And I actually it finally hard. got it. Oh, it was wow. hard. Finally did it. Yeah. it was one, I'm, it's one of my proudest pictures, but um, I got a ribbon for that mm -hmm. through our club. But again, it's 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 fun. I mean, yeah. this is fun, but that's fun too because it's like 
I gotta think, I gotta create, I have to like forget, I can't draw to save my life. Stick figures, that's about it, you know. <laughs> I feel that I'm artistic, I used to quilt and I used to make beautiful quilts, but I can't draw. But with photography, I think it makes me feel creative. Um, and this month it's smoke and, and fire, smoke or fire. So I've been several nights at home with the lights out, the flash, the camera, and incense burning. And I tried with one and then I tried with two sticks and just watching how it swirls. And so I think, and I could be wrong, but I think I got this really super photo. It looks like a woman, the way the smoke is, a pregnant woman. And so I'm gonna call it woman with child and enter it into this month's competition. But again, it's like, it's yeah. the creative thing that goes on in your head when you're trying to, do these competitions every month and again you get a, a cheap you know 50 cent ribbon but and, just, and we hire the idea of <laughs> it's the idea and we hire professional judges wanted, and they yeah. come in and they critique everybody's photos we have you know four levels of skill and he goes we go through each one they they project them up on the big screen and not only does you know you get to hear your the judge critiquing your photo but then everybody else's too and you know, that's a really great picture. That, and you don't know whose is whose until the end when the, you know, the winner's pictures are up there and then the, the guy, the secretary that's running the thing says, you know, and he gives the name of the photo and then says, you know, maker and then the person. So if you get a first place, then you kind of have to tell a little bit about how you came to how that photo, it. how you did it, what the process was or whatever. But, but again, it's fun creating these, these images and... Sometimes I like taking them outside, whatever it is, and sometimes I like having to stage it in the house, you know, just on a dining table on a piece of black <laughs> poster board, you know, it's like cheap. <laughs> what do you take pictures of mostly? What kind of work do you do? Uh, I'm mostly like landscaping, and I, I've been traveling a lot, so I just vacations. And yeah. when I travel, I, I'm more of a cyclist. So when I bike ride, I'm usually riding to the countryside and I have my camera attached to my no backpack. Yeah, no. Oh, no. I have a backpack and it says the clip that clips okay. right on so I can just, instead of going to my back, but like hiking and stuff like that, but yeah. like the bike riding and I just take and I just try to take some you know, landscape photos that way. So, but that's, that's more of what I'm into. Where do you go? What, what areas? Biking. Oh, anyway. Well, we're, well, I, I usually don't. I usually don't take the camera with me when I'm bike riding around here. Okay. If I'm hiking, then I will. I mean, okay. I've been going up into um, uh, Harriman or um, Lower Poconos. Okay. But I've been kind of not taking pictures too much lately. Just doing more bike riding. Bike. But I have a trip coming up. I'm going to Switzerland oh, in a few nice. weeks. And I'm going to be bike riding, so I'll be taking photos while I'm bike riding and just mm -hmm. seeing what I can see while I'm riding. Mm -hmm. So just Great. kind of showing off where I'm riding and just what I'm hoping is um, some of the rides that I'm going to be riding on is just I'm going to try to find some of those BS turns going up some of the side mountains and just take those okay. from the side. So it's, that's the stuff that I'm going to be doing. Okay. So. Nice. <clears throat> I think that the, the use of filters... <clears throat> People are kind of getting a little tired of it. Yes. Maybe. You know, that it, when you see it a lot, it's sort of like, oh, yeah, whatever. <clears throat> That's why, you know, I think that, like, 
black and white film photography is people are starting to do that again. Mm. You know, and you can't do anything with black and white film photography. You just print it. <laughs> you know, you can't. You know, I can't adjust it. I mean, I can I can scan my negatives and put them in the computer and screw with them. But I, it's like, what can I get out of my enlarger? You know, and like, that's, it. that's, that's as good it. as it's gonna get. <laughs> you know, unless yeah. I print it again. So I, I'm not sure that you know because everybody. You're right. Everybody's got a cell phone, mm -hmm. and there's 30 fil filters on there. Hit this one. Hit this one. Yeah. Um, I was like, eh. <laughs> you know, what I love, um, there's a, a, I have a friend that, that I, I met a, a couple years ago. He's, he's 96 now. He's been a photographer his whole life. Um, still loves it, you know, talks about his projects and stuff. And he wrote a little book called How to Shoot and Sell Animal Photos. You know, and he goes, oh, Bill, maybe you want to, you know, just check this. You know, you probably saw a lot of it's out of date and you're not going to get too much out of it. And. So, and it's like one of those old paperback books that was published in like 82. So it's like, okay, great. You know, and so I brought it home and um, I'm going to read this. You know, I'm going to see what he has to say. And it was astounding of, of the wisdom, the deep, really true wisdom in there. And it was just beautiful. One of the things that, that I loved, he says, um, as you're going through, like, he, he recommends if you're serious about photography to, um, to look at, at you know, magazines and newspapers and stuff like that and clip out pictures that you like, right? <clears throat> so you start to see what styles are being done. What are, what are the good photographers doing? Now, I want to interrupt you there because, um, so we spend a lot of time with a lot of artists, all yeah. different genres, um, you know, from architects and photographers to fine artists and painters and so forth. And it always seems as though artists are the ones that put themselves and other artists into some sort of a box. Everything that's made has been made. So we're learning from stuff that has already been created to an extent. So sort of what, what you were saying, it, it dawned on me, I think we should be paying attention more to the people who have done work before us <clears throat> and trying to say, okay, what do I like about this? And how can I develop my own personal style because I've been shown this by someone who is, yeah. you know, who's already practiced this. And, I, and like Kevin and I were just talking about this over lunch, it, it appears as though in, in, in Trenton, like in our town, like people are more apt to be upset when someone is trying to learn from someone who's already doing something as opposed to that person saying, hey, look, let me show you. Let me teach you so that you don't have to make all the same mistakes that I did, and we can kind of all move forward together. I, I've learned a lot. You know, I'm, um, I, I've always loved W. Dean Smith, and what I find with photographers that I love is as I look through their photos, certain things resonate with me. It's like, whoa, whoa, you know, and then, then you kind of look at it and go, wow, you know, why, why do I like that so much? And then that, you know, and I, I went over this in like a workshop, it's like the more you do that, the more you think about it, the more you look at it, the more that, um, especially if you look at the pictures afterwards, on the moment that you're pho photographing, the moment that you're taking the picture, all those little elements, all those things you've thought about a hundred times, come together instantly. Because your brain is already wired. So you start to, your pictures become better and better and better and better, because you've been thinking about it. And your brain has just been processing this, and so when you're in the instant of doing it, you see all those 
There's a thousand variables happening all at once. And you balance them all at the same time, and you get your shot. And I, I took a better picture. I, I had an assignment on Wednesday, and I took better pictures on Wednesday than I did on Tuesday. And I took better pictures on Tuesday than I did on Monday. You know, because every day there's a little bit more, there's another brain cell that's taking part. Do you, you ever hear of neuroplasticity? No. Okay, this, this is a, um, the way the brain works, <clears throat> and I love this. I, I read about this a couple years ago. Where, um, so the first time that I, let's say, uh, try to play a, a song on the piano, right? So, ding, 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 ding. so there, a, a little pattern of neurons form in my brain to, to do that task. And I have to tell it, okay, follow this path. Follow this path. Follow this path, and you keep doing it over and over. And then after a while, you have a path. And then a couple of other neurons start to join in. And then more neurons join in. And, and the more you do it, all of a sudden, a big chunk of your brain is doing that task. Mm -hmm. And that, so like if you were to ever do an MRI of a, of a really good pianist, his whole friggin' brain is just lighting up. All the neurons are at work happily just like all contributing. It's not just like one guy trying to pull a rope. It's like thousands. And suddenly that rope is like, oh, So that's what happens when you learn a skill. So when I, like, I started doing that with the New York Times and I started looking at these photographers and it's like, holy shit, these people are really good, <laughs> you know? And I look at their work and I think, wow, that is really good. So then I want to create photos that, um, I like what they did. So I want to create pictures that I like what I do. I want to create pictures that I like, because <clears throat> I like it. <laughs> so the more that I learn and the more that I see stuff that I like, the more that I learn how to do it, and I start to find it, I can never do it the way they do it. I do it the way I do it. But you know, having looked at those photos, I'm thinking, wow, that is really awesome. So then I, I consciously want to start to adopt certain style and look for certain things because I like it. I like what they did. Hmm. You know, is it really good? It is to me. And they probably are really good. They have me working for that little newspaper. But how much? How many people read that paper? Just a couple million in there or something. <laughs> Only a few million. And you know, and then so I, I love to do that. And I got that from Walter. And I, I look through the, the times every day and it's sort of like, <laughs> you know, and I clip it out. Smack it on the wall. Yeah, I have a box that I keep them in. And, and by doing that over and over and over and over and over and over, um, that's going to start to, it's just going to become part of my seeing process. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and I, I like to do, um, uh, a lot of my work is like headshots and business photos and things like that. And I want to take that style out into the corporate world. You know, I want to photograph, I don't want to just do a guy sitting behind a desk or, or you know, a headshot. I always try and talk my clients in, a, let's do like an environmental shot. Well, like, like this chef, right, right up there. Mm -hmm. um, I, was, I was on assignment, I was there to take pictures of um, their food. So I was all set up, I took a bunch of pictures of their food and stuff. And they could, can you do a picture of our chef? And it's like, what? Um, I don't know, I, I guess so. So it's like, what do I do? And so this is a cramped little kitchen and she's just standing there and it's sort of like, okay, uh, 
you know, you kind of look around and it's like, okay, I'm going to put light here, light there, light there. So all these variables, I had like five minutes to do it. And um, so I, I did all this stuff and I took the picture and, and I really liked it. You know, it just kind of came out right because I had thought about it for years and years and years and years and years. It took me like 58 years to take that picture because <laughs> that's my entire life came out when I took that picture. Because I was just like, I just needed to do it. And all those variables, they call it thin slicing. Uh, do you ever hear of Malcolm Gladwell? You've heard of him, right? Yes. Um, so he wrote the book Blink. Mm -hmm. and, and in Blink, he describes thin slicing. And thin slicing is when um, you instantaneously pull together thousands of variables in your, in your consciousness that you're observing, and you just balance them all and you figure it out and you do it. And that's why um, great painters, like, like a Picasso can just, with like a couple strokes, make a masterpiece. Mm -hmm. Because all his, his whole entire brain is doing that. Mm -hmm. I can't do that. You know, yeah. another example I like to use is, uh, I'm a big sports fan, is uh, professional athletes. Like Michael Jordan. Um, you know, there was times when he said it appeared to him like the basketball rim was the ocean. Like he couldn't miss. So he was just in tune, he was just in a zone. And even, you know, professional golfers, Tiger Woods, you know, he said on several occasions. Well, Jordan, you know, practice, 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 practice. Alan Iverson. You're talking about practice? Yeah, right. Thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of hours of constantly doing that because he loved it. And he was just building up all that neural networks so that when he was down on the basketball court, his whole brain's gone. We got this. We got this. We got this. We got this. Yeah, you could blindfold him, and, and he would have made a basket. That's why you even say that because there's uh, there's a, a story that he was shooting free throws with his eyes closed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, because his body and his brain, it's it's like you it's said, muscle, it's just, muscle memory. Yeah, 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 and and same thing with Tiger Woods. It's just they don't get that way because they're just they they are naturally talented, but they have such a passion for it that they're willing to constantly, 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 constantly focus on it. And I bet you when Tiger Woods is, you know, like sitting at home watching golf and stuff, he's looking and seeing exactly what that guy's stroke is doing. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, it's like, huh, maybe I could try that, <laughs> you know? Or he'll see like a little twist, he'll see something that none of us like notice. But his brain picks it up because all his neural networks are so attuned to it that he just, he picks it up and he sees it. And then he adopts it. And, and if I take, you know, or you or any of us, if, if I look and I go, oh, I like that guy's picture, and I like that picture, and I like that picture, and I like that picture. Well, now that I've taken like hundreds of pictures and I've synthesized it. So my picture is not gonna be like that picture or that picture or that picture because that picture and that picture kind of came together with this one over here and like, and then this stuff in here, you know, and, and how I pointed it and what I could do, you know, how well can I balance this thing? And then all those little things just kind of come together and you make a brand new picture that has never been made before, even, even if you're trying to do it exactly the same way as the other guy, right? Because right. I, I noticed like one of the things I really love, um, and I see in the Times a lot, and I'll, I'll cut these pictures out when I see them, is how they're really good at framing their subjects, right? With the, with a background. I went over that in, in, mm -hmm. the, in the seminar. Yeah, yeah. I love yeah. that. And I, I went one time just for fun. 
um, I went to New York City, and I just kind of like walked around, and I, I just was practicing that. <laughs> you know, I was like, what am I going to frame that? frame that? I had so much fun. And, it, and, it, and I got some really fun pictures. And, the, you know, they were like really framed, and some of them happened like almost accidentally. Because I, I set myself up, I go, yeah, that, that'll look good. Now i got to wait for somebody to come along. <laughs> <laughs> excuse me, excuse me. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait. And then I wonder, like, what's that guy doing? Because you know? yeah. I'll, I'll sometimes, like, I want to go out, you know, in town or something, and I'll be, I'll be standing on the corner um, just kind of looking. You know, I, I don't even necessarily have my camera. I'm just kind of looking and trying to, and seeing stuff. And cars will stop. Is he coming across the street? Oh no no! I'm just spacing out. <laughs> and I, I don't know what people think about me here. They might be going, "Oh God, there's Bill." Again. Well, from, from the way the police officers were looking at yeah, talking say, outside, the they didn't come over. So I guess yeah, they think everything was cool. Bill's like just standing out at our sidewalk again. Could you like see if you're still conscious? <laughs> So for me, um, and, and I've been dabbling in actual like like fine art. I'm, I don't, I'm reluctant to call it fine art, but creating art. Do you paint? Yeah, painting, spray paint. You know, a little photography with my phone, etc. No, actually, I'm not <laughs> no, spray paint, but definitely not tagging. We have friends who are um, aerosol artists, graffiti artists who are fantastic. I bet. Phenomenal. Yeah, I know. I've seen some incredible um, stuff. But um, I use it as almost a therapy. Like, I use it to relax and mm -hmm. to dream and sometimes to get emotion out. And I've cried while I was doing it. So all these wonderful things. So could each of you kind of like, like, what would you say to someone who's... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 I'm recording. I'm recording. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Um, what would you say to someone like myself who's like, I don't consider myself a photographer, but I like taking pictures. Like, what kind of like stuff would you say to me or, or others who are neophytes to about doing photography or getting into the arts I don't have of to. photography. You already know. Just what you just said. You know, you're, you're doing this art and you're feeling it. Yeah. Right? So when you're doing that and you're feeling it, um, there's something else at work that's just coming in. It's kind of like bubbling up from that part of you that you don't pay attention to most of the time. The real you. So you're feeling it. You're just doing it. And that's the most important thing, it's just feel it, mm -hmm. and do it. And then um, the technical side of it, uh, it's gotta be fun. People do love playing with cameras. And then, yeah, just like, just feeling it. And it, like, did, did, I, did I get what I was trying to get? You know, did I get what I was trying to get? And, and then and you do it again, and you do it again, and you do it again, and you do it again. And as your skills grow, then your work starts to express what you felt more and more, and it becomes stronger and stronger and stronger. Those, that's skill. Because, you know, like some people say, oh, you're so talented. It's like, I'm not talented. <laughs> I've just been doing this forever. It's like, a, it's a skill. Mm -hmm. It's a skill that you're constantly, 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 constantly doing it because you love it. Because it's fun. It brings out your emotions and your passion. You just, just do it. If it feels good to you, good enough. Good enough. Mm -hmm. good enough. That's the whole point. Right? What about you? Well, you I'm, I'm real, I, I consider myself relatively new to photography. I mean, I, I, I would say probably, I don't know, maybe in the last six, seven years is when I've gotten into it. Um, I think like I've always, I've always enjoyed taking pictures. 
you know, when it was the box, the little box digital camera when it first came out. I mean, I, I just enjoyed taking pictures. Just, I like taking pictures, but in, just in the last few years, um, I got myself a decent DSLR. And um, I, again, I've never thought of myself as being creative. Never, I've always, I was, I've always just been a bike rider. You know, I just thought bike riding, so I never had a, never thought I had a creative side. I just, like you're saying, I, I can't draw a straight line even with a straight edge. It's just, if I'm draw, if oh, I'm, if I'm using a bad, ruler, if I'm, if I'm using a ruler, it's still going crooked. You know, I, and I, I can't. But, but just over the oh, years. A little more, but that's it, because I have to drive. Just over Thank the years. Drive. I can drive. Yeah, you yeah. can drive. I can be the designated driver. Okay, that's true. We brought her car because it's small. My <laughs> car is big. But I've, I've gotten a, a nice DSLR and I've learned to take some pictures. And people, people have told me that I have a good eye. Um, and I kind of look at the pictures and yeah, I guess I do. And just kind of realizing and just try to develop it. And for me, just to try to learn to take better pictures and better composition and just like we were saying before and the cameras the cameras do most of the work, the work right you know right. the camera never takes a bad picture mm -hmm. so it's just i'm just trying to learn that for myself and just trying to make it better just try to make things the composition better learning how to i mean i've been trying to get off of i mean i've been off of the auto and i'm trying to develop it on my own and mm -hmm. just trying to realize how that how all that works together it's at the camera it's a whole learning process oh, yeah. um it's it's an ongoing thing right. and i'm just i'm enjoying doing what i'm doing and as i said it's just some of the photos that i take and like we said before i just want to share what i see mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know wherever i am where if i'm hiking I just want to show mm -hmm. people what I'm doing, mm -hmm. and if and they I'm may not be fortunate enough to get out and go to these places, but right. if they get enjoyment out of seeing, seeing the exactly. photos that you've posted, right. going, "Wow, you know, that looks like a really cool place." And or, and and I, I'm so a little, you share I'm, something I'm, with I'm, that person, and, and I'm learning a little bit about that and about myself um, through the camera. I keep the camera, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I'm a. I'm a humble person, and Jock knows that, you know, just a lot of times when I'm out there hiking, whatever, I'm looking at it, I'm just out riding my bike, right. I'm just out hiking, right. I'm just, that's just, that's all I do, I'm just enjoying it, it's just me, but I'm learning that people look at that and it's like, wow, look what he's doing, mm -hmm. and I'm like, huh? But I'm just, but doing, just I'm just doing, I'm, yeah. just doing I'm just doing it. So this. I'm realizing that I'm you know people are appreciating that. So it's like I guess to share it a little right. bit more. So that's my story. So 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 out of the four of you, sort of what I heard Bill was saying that just keep doing it. Yeah. Just keep doing what you're doing. Let those emotions well up and let them translate to the actual work yeah. that you're doing. Mm -hmm. And and you're hey just. Put it together and share it. Yeah, and that's what I'm trying to do. And you know, we've we've talked many times. And um, again, with my trip coming up uh, with Switzerland, and then fortunately another one coming up in October to Cuba. 
again, it's just oh, I, again. That's where we want to go. Cuba, yeah, Cuba, yeah. Cuba, Cuba, Cuba. Cuba. But oh, it, no. it's it's so I can't believe how inexpensive it is to fly there to Cuba to Cuba. Oh yeah, I, I can't believe yeah. But again, just to Don't be want able to go before it becomes Miami. And that's exactly <laughs> yeah. That, that's that's why that's why I bought the tickets. That's, yeah. But again, just if if my trips that are coming up, if I can share that with share people that with just trying just trying to develop that and just a photojournalism and just mm -hmm. kind of use that term and just so this is what I'm doing mm -hmm. and I mean I, I may not be able to put things in words right. on paper but you can it your can photos. show that through photos and yeah. you find too I do there's a little I don't know how to explain it but mostly in landscaping or flowers or nature there's a little bit of selfishness with me because it's like I look at it and I go, wow, like, wow, like, huh. this is nature, this is like God's work, this is like, beautiful, like, flowers, I, and I just want to photograph flowers it. Flowers are pretty sexy things. Yeah, yeah I don't know, but photograph it because mm -hmm. I want to be like, they're really oh my kind God, of like, think about you know, the old expression, stop and smell the roses mm -hmm. or whatever, I, I, today people don't do that enough. Mm -hmm. And if I can get out there and do it, it's therapy for me. Like, oh my God, look at this beautiful flower, or wow, look at this squirrel, or look at this blue jay, or whatever it happens to be. It's, it's just a spontaneous, natural thing. And it's, again, it's selfishness because I want to do it for me. You know, those pictures I want for me. If they come out nice enough and I decide to put them on Facebook. Well, that, I think that's, that's the primary. Your pictures should be for you. Right. Um, that's, there's no other reason. I mean, your right. picture, you have to, when you make yourself feel good, the world is better. Yeah. Not, not just your world, but the world in the general world is a little bit better. And if you're taking pictures of stuff like that and you're feeling good about it, man, you're, you're just like in touch. All the yep. bullshit falls away. Yep. Mm -hmm. And then your life, your life is better, and other that, people who know your life is better, better. too. The <laughs> downside of that is, like you said, with vacations and stuff and trips, sometimes I have to stop myself because my eye is behind the camera for so much and so long that I'm not... Missing. I'm, I feel like, I, yeah, we're missing, we're, a, lot we're missing a lot of the other stuff. Like, yeah. okay, you got to put the camera down for five minutes. you got to just take that view in. But the funny thing is about yeah. when you show your photos... Everybody else is looking at that. Wow, you saw a lot. And it's like, I guess I yeah. did. Uh, yeah, I guess I did. But <laughs> yeah, a lot no, of that nobody's going to yeah. feel the same way about your pictures as you do. No, of course, yeah. not. of course not. Would you like to see my vacation pictures? Yes, I could. Yeah. 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 You want to see my grandfather's pictures? You want to see my? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I missed that. Oh, look at this one. Can you go back? Can you go back? Oh, look at this one. Look at that one. Look at that one. Look at that one. Look at that one. The thing I liked about photography the most. I mean, I used to be in it in high school, you know, the, the dark rooms, black and white. Um, but then when the digital came out, you know, then it was reasonable again. You know, you could take as many pictures as you want, it didn't cost you anything. But it makes me look at everything. You know, like, <coughs> where's my next shot? And you're looking around and you, you enjoy nature and people and architecture. And, you know, it's... Uh, and I'll vouch for that. It makes have, you... He takes so many pictures of trees and rocks and dead wood and I'm like what are you looking at like I look at it and it's like yeah, but, but I don't see the art in it I don't see the beauty in it but but like when I first got, got back into it I 
leaving work, I'm going to help a friend on her house. And riding down Route 1, down towards Trenton, and the sunset was gorgeous. The colors were unbelievable. And I get to her house, I said, wow, what did you think of that sunset? It was gorgeous. She goes, what? what? I didn't see it. What? We're facing right towards it. Yeah. <laughs> She's not thinking with a photographic mind that, you know, that's a beautiful shot. You yeah. you know, <laughs> and she didn't even see it. So it's like, you know, so many people miss so much because they're not looking at it as they want to capture that, you know, in their next photograph. I want to capture that. And uh, that's what it taught me. And then, you know, I'll give you the Reader's Digest version, but Melinda and I went to school together. Then I got married, my wife passed away, and we met at our high school reunion. So we're chatting and we have a lot of things in common. And I had just gotten back into photography and she said, you know, yeah, she used to do it and she went and gets back into it. So I've been teaching her all this time. Now she's better than I am. <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> you know, we, we had a, just a cute little story. We had a, uh, in one of the club competitions, and we always have first, second, third, and honorable mentions. So, so we, I forget if it was the last one, or the one before anyway, we get down to two photos. Now the judge has to pick between these two photos, which one got the honorable mention. <laughs> and guess whose picture it was? Hers of a, gopher we went to Yellowstone so she has this picture of this gopher oh, okay, okay. and I have a picture of this bird um, Dun Duncan from no, no no Duncan from the uh, Point Pleasant Point. Pier and they both were beautiful pictures so the judge oh I don't know I got to pick between these two guess who got it <laughs> you know well if it was up to me I would give it to her <laughs> even if no, it wasn't just, better <laughs> well, they don't know whose picture it is. Oh, they, yeah, they no idea. Know. No names up there or anything. So, you know, so I felt good that I, I taught her. Now, she, now I, I'll admit it. This is the first time I admitted it. The only time you got that on tape, right? Yeah, <laughs> you know, and, and she's better now because now she knows everything I know. And, but and she's more. creative. I'm not. Well, I mean, to a like little bit. Things. But she's much more creative. Yeah. So she can. Add that little bit of creative gratefulness in there. Oh, that's cool. It's the outside of this building. We just she just I thought you know it would be nice to around and taking to photos to... and possibly people <laughs> and you know if if I engage in conversation and ask if I can take their photo, I want them to know why. And I said I want to look like a professional, you know, like when I went to Italy yeah. eleven or twelve yeah, years ago, like, I didn't go looking look like, like a tourist bags. with the fanny pack and you know I dressed the part and I looked like I was from Italy you know so same with photography well you know I, I do want to say because I'm going to stop the recording um it's been a pleasure to meet you guys I'm Melinda Dave Bill and of course I'm with Kevin but um this is awesome and yeah. this is the whole impetus behind what I do at the show is like look we just met three new friends with a commonality over some wine we're talking and having a good time and I'm excited about taking pictures because you guys you you just charged me off. Yeah. You know, like, you know, so I'm going to end up getting myself a camera. So thank you. It's a habit.